are you buying? Just go away. Um, should we say hello? Hello and welcome to another episode of Mysterious Shit, shit the podcast where we talk about mysterious, mysterious shit. I'm Monique. I'm Lucy. And this week we have two new tales of mystery to impart upon yeah. you, our listener Can slash you listeners. If, we're, if we were like this week. We're going to tell you the same shit we told you last week, <laughs> because we just couldn't be fucked. Yeah, and that's mysterious in itself. So, uh, uh, let's remind um, our listeners, listeners uh, about our social media. Yeah, so we have um, we have an Instagram, uh, Mysterious Shit Podcast. We have a, a Twitter, uh, Mysterious underscore SH underscore T. <laughs> rename the fuck out of that sometimes so yeah um what else was i thinking of telling people an we email have, address an email mysterious shit podcast at gmail.com um so send in your your weird shit um to us um i have a weird story from someone they didn't send it but they told it to me okay yeah. that's almost as good as emailing it to i us. figured that's that's as good yeah almost 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 as good yeah because I heard their voice. Okay. Well, how about we leave that till the end? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, should I go first? Yeah. This okay. time you go okay. first. All right. Okay. This is a really good one. Um, so, during World War II, four local boys in the English Midlands found something mysterious in Hagley Wood in Worcestershire. I know how to pronounce that word. It's actually Worcestershire, isn't it? It's Worcestershire. It's like the sauce. I thought you said Worcestershire sauce, not Worcestershire. <laughs> No. You're so proud about. <laughs> All right, well, agree, agree, disagree, disagree. disagree. Uh, near Birmingham, England. Um, so on April 18, 1943, Robert Hart, Thomas Willets, Bob Farmer, and Fred Payne were trespassing on the private estate, hunting rabbits and looking for birds' nests, and generally getting scared by Hagley Wood, which is apparently pretty scary looking. It's like a, it's like a wood. Yeah, I don't know. like a Blair Witch wood kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Um, so they were still in the woods at night when they came across a really creepy looking elm tree, which was called the Witch Elm by mm. locals. Um, one of the boys, 15 year old Bob Farmer, climbed the tree to see if there were any birds' nests inside. As he was doing this, he came to a dark hollow in the tree, and that's where he spotted a skull. Really? In the tree? In the tree. Ew. So he thought it was um, an animal skull. And so he pulled it out of the tree, like, with his bare hand. Why? <laughs> like, he touched it and, like, oh, why, do you why? think that he put, like, two fingers in the eye eyes? Eyes, yeah, and, and lodged it out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's not my first reaction. When I see a skull, I don't think, oh, great, I'm going to put my hands on that. It's really something. Really? I don't know. I I look at it. Put and my think, fingers in there. Yeah, I'm gonna just uh, get all up in that. No, that's no. not something that I would do. But I guess this is another another time. Mm. You know, the war changed that's people. True. It did. It yeah. did. It changed people. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I I might I might poke it if I found one. Yeah, you're gross. What if it was bit. like covered in flesh still, or had oh, like? If it was covered in flesh, what if there was a brain it? in it still, or something? <clears throat> yeah. No. If it was just like like a skull, skull, like just like, like just, I'd probably like maybe touch it. You know, like just a yeah. little touch. Okay. You know, just to kind of. Let's agree to disagree touch again. It. <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree. Um, yeah. So it was obvious that it was a human skull, and it had really unusual crooked human teeth. 
as well as a wispy clump of hair oh! that clung to a rotting patch of flesh. Oh my god, and he touched it. And he oh touched my it. god. <laughs> oh. Because what else does a wispy clump of hair go? So pair so perfectly with then a mm. rotting patch of flesh. Mm. Would you like some rotting patch Delicious. of flesh with your wispy clump of hair? Of course. Oh, may we? Mm. Mm. Yes, mm, Monsieur. So the boys quickly fled the scene, <laughs> like duh, and decided not to tell anyone about it, considering they'd been trespassing. Um, however, Tommy Willits clearly didn't get the memo, and he told his parents, and they notified authorities. So when police got to the witch elm, they found not only the skull, but an almost intact skeleton stuffed inside the hollow of the tree. Oh, yuck. Mm-hmm. Stuffed. Stuffed. Ugh. What yeah. a word. Like a, like a stuffed zucchini flower. Yeah. But they're delicious. But they're delicious and not a <laughs> rotting, flesh-covered Imagine like a zucchini flower corpse. with a skeleton inside. I don't... And instead of a zucchini flower, a tree. <laughs> And that's what we're dealing with. Oh, okay. Thanks for (laughs) clarifying. Oh, I get it now. (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. Continue. Um, So the skeleton was wearing um, worn-out crepe-soled shoes. I don't know what crepe-soled shoes are. Um, Shoes with crepe-soles. Still, yeah, it doesn't mean anything to me. A gold wedding ring, um, tatters of ragged, deteriorating clothing with the tags purposefully removed. And in the mouth of the skull was a piece of taffeta. <clears throat> oh, like it had taffeta. been like, like it was killed because of it was choking and yeah, the... choking on taffeta. Ew. Okay. Yeah. I know. It's like choking on a wedding dress, um, from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. The worst die. <laughs> the worst death. <laughs> uh, the right hand had been completely sawed off. Oh. Um, but it was found buried nearby. It was unknown why the hand had been removed and buried like that, but some ideas at the time was that it was perhaps indicative of a ritualistic killing Mm. or that an animal had bitten it off and buried it. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe like a dog or something. Dogs bury shit. Yeah. I have no knowledge of how dogs work, really. The remains were sent to the Home Office Forensic Science Lab for examination, where Professor James Webster determined they were from a woman who was probably about 35, had irregular teeth. Um, duh, it's England. Yeah. They all have shit teeth. I mean that in the nicest possible <laughs> oh. way. And we pissed off Russia <gasps> and England. Two they countries. They don't have fluoride in the water. Okay. Yeah. It, it makes a difference. See how our teeth are perfect? Yeah, they are. Your teeth are quite perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Your teeth are perfect too. They are quite. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Mm. We did good. Uh, where was I? Um, had given birth to at least one child and who had been dead for approximately 18 months. Uh, the cause of death was thought to be asphyxiation from the taffeta. Well, duh. <clears throat> it was also surmised that she'd been put in the hollow of the tree shortly after death or while she'd been dying. Oh, can you oh. imagine dying and then being like, I'm in a tree? Yeah. Um, that was pretty much the only evidence they had. There was, of course, a detailed search of missing persons, cases, as well as dental records being looked through, but both turned out to be futile, even though she had really weird, distinctive, crooked teeth that should have made them easy to identify. The only real clue came from a strange report for an unnamed executive of an industrial company. He claimed that in 1941, about 20 months before the body had been found, he'd been walking through Hagley Wood when he had heard the sound of a woman screaming in the distance. 
The man soon passed another person because apparently 1941, what do you do for kicks? You just go walking in a wood. Yeah, there's a lot of people walking in woods I know. for no reason in this story. Yeah, considering it's like private property. Yeah, like, um, okay. get a, I don't know, get your own wood. Get a, a banjo or something. Yeah. I don't know. What are you doing, 41? Not much, really, I guess. Start a banjo band. Start a banjo band. Um, deliverance style. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. You haven't seen Deliverance? No. Oh, fuck. It's a good movie. It's pretty fucked up, but it's good. Is it mysterious? Um, well, there's inbred people, so yeah. Oh, I love inbred people. Yeah, you'd love this. There's a really good horror movie, actually, called... Um, what is it? It's called, I think, Inbred? Oh, yeah, it's a British one. It's a British <laughs> they movie. They've been beating around the bush now. They? <laughs> Hit the nail on the head. And it was great. It was yeah. really great. I mean, it was horrific. It's yeah. an English movie. I think it's Inbred. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Anyway. They could make a movie like that. They could call it Tasmania. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, they could. could. <laughs> they could, though. They could, though. <laughs> um, It'd be a documentary. It would be a documentary. <laughs> Netflix could do it. <laughs> They make really good documentaries. Mm. Have you watched The Keepers? No. No, it's good. You should watch that. Okay. Um, police were called in but didn't find anything. Um, the investigation was um, pretty screwed up by the fact that it was also World War Two. Just a little inconvenience, you know, like bombs and shit. God, can you just not um, have your war just for one week so we can deal with this like, mysterious shit? we just want to find, like, you know, this lady and who she was. Yeah, but, can you just like, hold off on that atomic Nazis bomb? keep dropping yeah. bombs can and, just... like, fucking up our shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, guys. God. Fuck. Deutschland. So there were tons of missing persons at the time. And meanwhile, the media, like, made it worse by talking about murder and cults and black magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone kind of was just worried about being bombed by Nazis and the case went cold until 1944. This is when it gets good. When someone graffitied a building in this little town nearby and said, who put Lou Bella down the witch elm? Ooh. Yeah. Lou Bella. L-U-E Bella. B-E-L-L-A. That's weird. It almost sounds like a strain of like, um, chicken pox. Lou Bella. <laughs> it doesn't like Ebola and <laughs> I feel like there is legitimately a disease called Lubella or Rubella. Yeah, Rubella. <laughs> Good thing they didn't call her Rubella. Yeah. <laughs> um, so more graffiti popped up referring to her as Hagley Wood Bella and repeating the other phrase but just calling her Bella instead of Lou Bella. <clears throat> it was all in the same block handwriting, and the writer of these messages was never found. And the messages have actually kept appearing, and there was one as recent as last year. What? Mm-hmm. Where? Like in the area. In that area, someone yeah, spray in, like, painted the Midlands, it. Yeah, people, people like every now and then they're like, "Oh, let's get drunk and like graffiti this shit." I love that. I know. Like it's I really like it. Like now, it's probably not the same people who did it then. Well, I would hope like not. There would be like some undead shit. But mm. I think, I think that's kind of cool. It's like. It's a dedication to mysterious shit that many people like don't that. possess. Yeah, that's mm. good. They kind of, they keep the spirit alive. Yeah. I like that. Um, so a couple of theories. Um, the first one put forward by Professor Margaret Murray of University College in London. Um, she was an anthropologist and archaeologist, well known for her controversial theories on witchcraft. And she was convinced that Bella was a victim of black magic. <clears throat> With her main piece of evidence being the removal of the hand, which was a hallmark of occult sacrifices, 
and that the hand itself was believed to be a powerful talisman known as a hand of glory. Ooh. Which just makes me think so dirty thoughts. Stop. <laughs> as opposed to last week's <clears throat> hand of death. Hand of death. Remember that? Now we get the hand of glory. Now we get the hand of glory. The hand of glory. What will it be next week? Keep listening to find out. The hand of satisfaction. Ew. That comes after the hand of glory. <laughs> no more hands. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes, not all the times. Other evidence that she claimed to be indicative of a ritual cult killing was the belief that vengeful spirits of the murdered could be contained by placing the corpse within the hollow of a tree. Um, another theory began with a letter sent to a journalist with, are you ready for this? It is the longest newspaper name in the history of like fucking forever. The Wolverhampton Express and Star. Try saying that 15 Wolverhampton Express, Express and Star. And Star. Yep. The ho- that's, that's, that's the name. Cool. Snappy. <sighs> oh my God. Like it just kind of doesn't really roll off the tongue. Um, but then neither does the journalist's name. Wilfred Byford Jones. Wilfred Byford Jones. Why would you even? In 1953, um, from a woman named Anna Claverley, so it was a letter she wrote, she claimed to know secret information concerning the Bella murder. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I have a black lung. Suggesting that Bella had been caught up in a German spy ring that had been active in the Midlands in the 1940s due to the concentration of munitions factories in the region. Oh, this is, okay, this is where it gets fucking great. Anna claimed the spiring was made up of, are you ready for this? A Dutchman, a British army officer, and a foreign trapeze artist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was she the trapeze artist? And that's how she got inside the, like... The tree know. trunk. She was like a contortionist, and it was all a, like it was a magic just, trick. Oh my god! It was a magic trick gone wrong. Gone wrong. <laughs> I think we just solved it. I think we did. Oh. Yeah, she like trapezed her way. And yeah, she was, like, she was like, "Hey guys, look what I can do!" And they're like, yeah. "No, you can't." She's like, "Yes, I can," or whatever her yes, accent is. And then she stuffed herself in there, and she's like, "She was Swedish backpacker, y'all." Yeah, and then she was like. And they're like, oh, that's not impressive. And she's like, yeah, well, I can also put a piece of wedding dress into my mouth as well. And they're like, yeah. that won't help the trick. And she's like, I'll do it anyway. And then she just did it and died. This would have been fascinating to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just as fascinating as it and is listening they, to us talk about it. And then they thought, well, how can we make this better? Let's cut off her hand. <laughs> <laughs> That makes everything better. Just a little bit of hand cutting off. Mm, a little bit, bit of, of glory hand cutting off. A little off. bit of amputationing yeah. in, the, um, in the evening. That's how I spend my Saturday night. <clears throat> how do you spend your Saturday night? Um, according to Anna, the Dutchman was actually a Dutch woman. Plot twist. Called Clara Bella. Oh. Drunkers. What? That's the last name. Oh, that's her name. <laughs> I thought that was an insult. That's <laughs> Saying something to me as if I did something wrong. Am I like trying to make fetch? Oi, drunk is. Oi, drunk is. Yeah, drunk That could totally be like a slang term out west. Yeah. Couldn't it? Drunk is. Like drongo. Yeah. Sometimes it sounds like my, drongo, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes my dad gets all bogan. He'll be like, it only happens when he's driving. I've never heard him call someone a drongo or a dingo. He'll call them a dingo. <laughs> dingo. Like a wild Australian dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> while he's driving. And it's just, it's just like fucking brilliant. Someone will, like, cut him off and be like, are you drongo? Wow. And will be like, whoa. Well, now he has another word that he can use. 
Drunkers. Drunkers. Maybe it's Dutch for something. Maybe, Maybe it's Dutch for dingo. Yeah, if you know what drunkers means, uh, send us an email. Yeah, please do. We, um, in our spare time, we like to learn Dutch. Mm. I actually have a friend that speaks Dutch. Oh, well, maybe you can ask her. Yeah. Actually, I have a whole heap of friends that speak Dutch, because, like, my boss's husband is Dutch. Good. I'll ask him. <laughs> cool story. Keep so, going. Yeah, no, I will keep going. Um, Clarabella Dronkers was the Dutch woman, who had either been the girlfriend or wife of a German agent and was killed and stuffed into the tree after learning too much. Mm. About the operation. So police finally met up with Anna and learned that her real name was Una Mossop and her cousin Jack Mossop was one of the members of the spy ring who had helped in the murder of the woman. According to Una, her cousin Jack was constantly getting nightmares of a woman's skull in a tree. Um, Another version of this story, though, involved Jack getting drunk, meeting a drunk woman who then passed out, and Jack and a random Dutch guy then put her in a tree to give her a wake-up call about being a drunk. I'm pretty sure I could have fit the word drunk <laughs> into that sentence about seven more times. <laughs> I'm more... But I chose not to. I'm more astonished at, I mean, that's how they wanted to teach her a lesson. Not like, I don't know. Like, like, like take her to jail yeah, to like and say it off. And yeah. then she wakes up in jail and she's and like, jail. oh shit, oh my god, I'm in jail. Maybe I, mean, I should stop drinking. That's not the first thing I think of when someone's drunk. Tree. Yeah. Put him in a tree. Yeah. Look at this drunken. Yeah. Put him in a tree. There's only one place for you. In a tree. Get in the trunk. Get in the trunk. And then get in the trunk. (laughs) First get in the trunk. And then get in the trunk. trunk. (laughs) Yeah. Very strange. Okay, fine. Bit weird. Bit weird. Um, But then the fact that um, she died um, ended up um, like really... Whatever whatever happened with this chick and this Jack guy really fucked him up because then he um, admitted himself to a mental asylum, which, let's be honest, in the 40s would have been shit yeah. on so many fucking levels. Well, they're cutting like, off, that was, like, scalps. They're, like, lobotomizing yeah. people. They're like, okay, get this. In America, the guy that invented the lobotomy, you're going to fucking love this. He's a factoid for you. He invented the lobotomy, and then he, like, sold it to all the doctors. He wasn't in any way, shape, or form a doctor. Right, but he Wait, just, but he invented it. <clears throat> so how yeah. did he prove anything if he wasn't a doctor? Well, lobotomies don't work, so it kind of makes sense. Oh, <laughs> I forgot they don't work. <laughs> so he's like driving around. He decided to go on a tour to all the mental hospitals. A lobotomy tour. A lobotomy tour. Guess what? He, <laughs> guess what he called his van? What? The lobotomobile. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> this he is hundred percent true. <laughs> It's just so perfect. You like you can't make this shit up. Um, so he admitted himself to a mental asylum, and then he died a few years later. Um, like, of course. Um, but the coroner at the time said the woman had to have been dead or dying before she got on the tree. So putting her in when she's drunk. Yeah, that doesn't really kind of doesn't mesh well. <clears throat> and then the police and MI five. MI5, which you may know as the um, domestic version of MI6. MI6 being James Bond. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. got it. Think got of it, MI6 it. as the... I've got this one way or the other. I'm pretty sure I've got it correct. Think of MI6 as the CIA uh-huh. and MI5 as the FBI. Got it, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah. Think of... Yeah, think of that. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> now go have a good, long think about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, so they investigated the claims, but there was no evidence of aspiring and no evidence of a woman named Clara Bella Dronkers. I wonder why. Um, but then they, they did say that there would have been tons of like Nazi spies in the area because there were munitions factories there. Mm-hmm. So there would have been spies. Um, but there, but this spiring was not aspiring. That was aspiring at the time. Aspiring to be aspiring. <laughs> We're an aspiring spiring. Um, although people who apparently knew Clarabella Dronkers, if in fact she was a real person, stated that she had very irregular crooked teeth, was the same age as the victim, and her death is reported to have happened at the right time frame. Mm. So further completely stuffing this investigation up is the fact that the remains of the woman disappeared shortly after the investigation uh, closed. What? Yeah. How do remains disappear? <clears throat> it happens so frequently. It's not even funny. What, it's how? ridiculous. What happened? Yeah. Because too many fucking people die. They don't. Their murders don't get solved, and so their remains are just getting shuffled around from like one place to another place, and then they're either getting like covered up by something, or you know, they like uh, decompose or something. Yeah. I don't you know. know, people fuck up all the time. Wow. Um. So the guy that did the initial examination. Passed them on to the Birmingham University Medical School to do more tests. But during this process, they inexplicably vanished. So tons of conspiracy theorists claim that there's some sort of cover-up, but no one really knows what's being covered up and why. But it also means that there's no DNA testing that can be done, and there's no other modern identification methods that can be used on the remains. Wow. That's the tree. Oh, it looks like a witch tree. Like, it looks very witchy. It's so fucking creepy. We'll put this up on Instagram so you all can get fucking creeped out by it. It's so it's weird. So it doesn't even look like a tree. It looks like a big, like, like... Looks like a set like piece a, from fucking Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. It looks like it could be underwater. That's how weird it is. Hmm. And it's pretty What's weird. What's this? What's this thing next to it? Oh, that's a picture of, of, of her. Only five foot tall. <clears throat> she was very short. Oh, well, at least well, she fit I mean, nicely. <laughs> yes. Pop. She was a perfect fit. Great. Yeah. Age 35. Mm. Brown hair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because they still had a bit of hair on the skull. There's pictures of the skull. Oh, yeah. really? It's brilliant. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's cool that there are pictures of the skull. Mm. That's pretty much the only thing you can find, though. Picture of the tree, picture of the skull. Because it was, it was so long ago. Yeah. And yeah, no one, you know... No one knows what happened. No one knows really who she was. I mean, to me, this sounds like weird. Let's solve this. CIA shit or FBI shit. But like the British version. But the British version of it. So like MI5. So whatever that was, whatever that word was that you said, that that sounds like that one. It's a thing. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I feel like I feel like she was wrapped up in like aspiring. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, and they just got rid of the the remains, so no one could ever solve it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how, like, often that kind of stuff happens. Like, all the time. Like, 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 officials just sweep it all under the the rug and... I reckon it happens all the time. Really? Yeah, I reckon JFK was killed by the CIA. Really? Oh, yeah. Mysterious. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at where... Lee Harvey Oswald was and where the car was. Like, it was impossible to shoot, way, right? But the bullet goes that yeah. way. You know, the bullet fucking curved in the air, did like a 180 degree turn, which is something that bullets, as far as we know, do, do not do. do. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. These like government organizations cover shit up 
all the time. Wow. And like, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, 90% of it is probably like, you know, good. Like we don't really need to know everything that's going yeah. on. You know, like, did you hear about the meat grinder thing no. today? No. Oh, brilliant. So <clears throat> for anyone listening who lives in Sydney and watch the news today, unlike Monique, <laughs> um, all these like terrorist raids happened um, in Surrey Hills. And they, I heard about they that. They all these guys and they were planning a, um, a, a bomb on a plane that in, somehow involved a meat grinder. So I knew all that except for the meat grinder element yeah. of that. What purpose could a meat grinder I have no idea. serve except to grind delicious meat while they were carrying out their terrorist <laughs> plans? I'm going to set off this bomb, but first I need to make myself a homemade bratwurst. Mm. <laughs> like, not a thing that happens. No. Um, yeah, I don't know how it works. I mean, I personally don't build bombs in my spare time, so I'm not sure how a meat grinder pertains to bomb making. No. Um, Just leave it up to the experts. I'm yeah. sure they know what they're doing. Yeah, they I trust them. <laughs> Although I am really pissed off at them because of the whole shoe bomber thing. I hate taking my shoes off at the airport. Oh, yeah. It's really gross and like... Smelly. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on that note, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. read my story. <clears throat> read your story. I'm so, so ready. So mine is a little bit uh, closer to home. <gasps> yes. The year is 1998. Ooh. Diving enthusiasts Aileen and Tom Lonigan were living up. Lonigan? 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 Lonigan. Lonigan. If your name was that, you'd probably go by Lonigan, not Lonigan. Lonigan. <laughs> Lonigan. <laughs> Fine. Aileen and Tom Lonigan were living it up, holidaying on Australia's Gold Coast. <gasps> oh, this is close to home. Mm. On a sun-scorched day, the pair decided to go on a dive trip to St. Crispin's Reef, 25 miles from the coast. During the day-long outing... I feel this was their first mistake. Go <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> they were diving enthusiasts. Let okay. them live. On Let a sun- them die. <laughs> <laughs> on a sun-scorched day, the pair decided to go on a dive trip to St. Crispin's Reef, 25 miles from the coast. During the day-long outing, Aileen and Tom went for a dive... But never returned. At the end of the outing, the crew did a head count and realised that two people were missing out of the 26 passengers. However... Fuck, they had one job. Yeah. However... Bring them back. This is even more you had one job-esque. However, they decided that Alien and Tom had probably just missed the head count. So they rounded 24 up to 26. (gasps) And I wrote here, what is even the point of having a head count? This is not giving Australia a good name. In <laughs> the, that's so Australian. That's, no, okay. Let yeah, me, she'll be right. Yeah, let me rephrase that. That's so Queenslander of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we had 26 and now we've got 24, so... Um, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, I mean, maybe we count. Maybe we maybe we counted, like, two people twice the first time. Yeah, maybe yeah. they had two heads or something. Mm. Um, so two days later... The boat's skipper discovered Aileen and Tom's belonging on the boat, including Tom's glasses, clothes, and wallet. Oh, that's awkward for them. And they're like, oh, shit, they never came back. (laughs) The skipper then called the hotel where the couple was staying, and the receptionist confirmed that they had not returned to the hotel after the diving trip. So no one, like, missed them? Apparently not. Well, they're on holidays. No one knows. No one cares. The police were informed and quickly decided that the pair had drowned or been eaten by sharks. (laughs) Okay? However... (gasps) Yes. Diary entries suggest that it was a murder-suicide. Mm. So, firstly, 
One weird thing is that the water where the couple were diving was clear and well lit. Like it was for amateurs, that yeah. kind of diving area. And these two were diving enthusiasts that would have easily been able to swim to safety if something had gone wrong. Yeah, so it would be flippers. Yeah, very weird that they wouldn't have survived unless it was planned. <sighs> Aileen's diary entries written two weeks before the disappearance uh, spoke of her husband's death wish and how she accepted the risk that if her husband kills himself, she may die with him. And five months earlier, Tom had written in his own diary, I feel as though my life is complete and I'm ready to die. What? Got some fucked up diary <clears throat> entry shit. Jesus. So, your life is not complete. I doubt you've seen all six Star Wars movies. <laughs> Wait, I know. Is there seven? I don't know. I have no idea. I've only watched one. Why did you bother making a reference this time? I don't know. You know. <laughs> You're gonna anger every fan. Oh, okay. shit. Now, um, so evidence it was a murder-suicide continued to pop up. So three weeks later, some of the pair's dive gear washed up on a beach 75 miles away from where they went missing. Upon closer inspection, it seemed that they had removed their own diving equipment, as none of these objects had any shark tooth marks or evidence that it had been ripped off by an animal. Yeah, all right. So why else would it not be on them if they didn't just take them off themselves? Um... They need, and also they needed this gear to breathe and float in the water, so makes no sense. However, mm. however, evidence then emerged suggesting that the couple had faked their own death. Ooh, the plot thickens. The thick plotens. Six months after the disappearance, <laughs> a sun-weathered slate, which I assume is like just like a poster or something, but like or like a a blackboard maybe. Slate. Slate's like tiles. Yeah, but... Like, it, when you see tiles that are, like, dark, it's slate. Sun-weathered, sun-weathered slate. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. it, was a, it was a piece of something with a message on it. was found in the same area as the other items that washed up ashore. It read, <clears throat> To anyone can help us. What? Yeah, all right. To can, anyone who? Maybe? I guess to anyone who can help us. We have been abandoned on Agincourt Reef by the MV Outer Edge... That's the name of the boat that they were oh, on. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah, 25 of uh, 1st, 98, 3 p.m. Please help us to rescue us before we die. How did help. they know it was 3 p.m.? Wait. H- hang on. How did they... How did... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> However, your <laughs> brain... <laughs> However, it was later proven on television, so I think there must be footage somewhere... Um, when they did an experiment, that there was no way that the slate could have floated to shore as it was too heavy. So if anything, it would have just dropped to the bottom of the ocean. That seems correct. So, question, did they plant the slate? Did they go out to the reef to check? What? Doesn't the slate say we were abandoned at this particular reef? Yeah, and they weren't found. Oh, okay. They were not found. So, um, so did they plant the slate? And does this mean that the other evidence was also planted on the beach with mm. the slate? Or were they planted by someone else? And there have been theories that the I love theories. CIA... CIA? ASIO. ASIO? Whatever. Some kind of <laughs> secret organisation had, had, uh, were responsible Probably for that. Probably ASIS. Well, I don't know what ASIS is. ASIS is, um... There's, like, ASIO is the um, equivalent of the FBI. Okay. And ASIS is the equivalent of the CIA. Okay. My great-uncle used to be the um, super-duper managing uh, director general, I think was his title, of both of them. 
He was legitimately Australia's most senior spy. So are you saying that he's responsible for this death of these two people? He retired a while back. (laughs) (laughs) I used to ask him questions like, please tell me, was there a shoe phone? (laughs) And he would just be like, no. He would never tell me anything. It was so Well, he's a spy. What do you expect? He wasn't wasn't working with them then. Like, he was legitimately working for them in, like, James Bond time. You know, in, like, 60s, 70s. Crazy. Maybe 80s. Probably 80s. There's like a photo of him sitting next to um, Bob Hawke meeting um, Ronald Reagan, I think, or some, you know, fucking president or some shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Uh, So, yeah. So, they were either, uh, they killed themselves or they were killed by your grandfather. There is evidence suggesting that they staged their own death as well. Mm. The captain of another dive boat that visited the reef the day um, after the couple went missing told police that the head count on his boat was higher when he returned to land. Oh. He also said that he heard American voices among the all-Italian party on board the ship. Some yeah. people even... Bongiorno. Yeah. Some <laughs> people even called the police to say they'd seen the couple at Australian pubs since the disappearance. Shit. So this all seems <clears throat> hunky-dory, except that their bank accounts were never touched after their supposed death and no one ever collected the insurance policies. So, my questions are, did they know something that the CIA slash whatever organization didn't want them to know? Was the slate planted on the beach by a prankster, or was it something, someone pertinent to the it disappearance? Sounds like a Queenslander sort of thing to do. <laughs> some drongo, or yeah, what, some what is drongo. it? Drongus? Drongus? Drongus, some drongus. Yeah. Are they still alive, parting it up to this day in a pub on the Gold Coast, or was it aliens? We'll never know. Yeah, it's definitely aliens. definitely aliens. And so I've got a picture here, which we can put up, of the Lonergans on the boat. They look so normal. Boat. Yeah, oh, maybe it is lo- lo- Lonergans, because Loner- it, it has an R. But anyway, so yeah, and then there's also an image of the slate, although it looks a bit weird, this picture, but you get the point. Um, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, wow. Oh, and there's mm. also, yeah, they're on the, t- the front of the... Page of the Daily Telegraph, divers left at sea. Everyone was really angry um, because there were just no answers and it was all just very mysterious. It seems pretty typical though. Like, you know, oh yeah, low head count. All right. Well, yeah, whatever. You know, let's uh, weigh anchor. Yeah. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. It's very strange. I. I don't know. I feel like the diary entry is the most important mm. thing. Um, but what if that's a red herring? Okay. But do you know what a red herring? Is? I know what a red oh, herring okay. is. <laughs> I just, I just don't think that they would. It would be a red herring. But it's such an easy red herring to leave. So you think that they wrote that in their diaries to make everybody think that they died and then they disappeared and changed their identities? They could have. And they're just somewhere in the world now. Yeah. Drinking and partying as not themselves. Maybe they had debts. I don't know. Maybe they had debts, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they had, like... I mean, if they had debts, like crazy debts, then, you know, touching their bank accounts and insurance would um, tip off, like, um, their... Um, are creditors the people that loan you money or are debtors the people that loan you money? I can never remember how Creditors are the people that loan you money. Okay. Like a bank. <clears throat> yeah. Then maybe, 
Like if they touch those things, that would tip them off. Maybe they... Everyone's always like, oh, he disappeared and he never touched his bank account. What if there was only like fucking $5 in there? Yeah. Half the time my bank account only has like 100 bucks. <laughs> I <laughs> Next minute you're... <laughs> I get serious. I get Like, never touch my bank account. <laughs> Why would I? There's only $75 in there. I can't even buy a pair of shoes with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it was very strange. It does sound quite like... Like they just fake their own mysterious yeah. disappearance. But it's quite elaborate because they went to the same place and somebody had put those things on the beach in mm. like 75 miles away and then they went back to the place and put something else there and no one saw them. And no one saw them ever again. But was it a very... Um the where they where they like put the stuff, the, um, the diving gear and the slate, was it like a very populated area? I don't know. Like, there are tons of those beaches up in Queensland that are, like, you know, really nice and all that bullshit. But then there's, like, nothing around them. And, like, no one goes yeah. there. Like, okay, I have to admit something to you. What did you do? I watched an episode of Gold Coast Cops. What is your life? What is your life like? <laughs> when we're not making a podcast, what do you do? You sit and watch these horrendous shows. I didn't want to watch it. My parents watch it and they were like, you have to watch this show. And I was thinking, I will never get this like half an hour back in my life ever again. Never. Like it's lost. It's lost to me. And what did you learn? (sighs) That people are stupid. Um, But I knew that already. But there was this, um, there were these uh, backpackers who had hired a car and then they'd gotten high on ice and then they'd driven onto this beach and then they couldn't get their car off the beach. And so <laughs> they were, like, calling, like, a towing company to get, like, the tow truck to get the car off the beach. And then, like, people saw them and they were like, oh, these people are fucked. And so they called the police and the police came. <clears throat> but the beach was um, completely empty. Like, mm. complete, there, was no, there was no houses, there was no, you know road there was no nothing like it was just completely empty mm. and there'd be tons of them up there mm. you know that just you know there's nothing around okay. and, you know you probably wouldn't be seen if you went down there yeah so i guess what i would say is that aileen and tom uh if you're still alive yeah call us and you're listening or email us email us yeah tell us, us what happened we'd love yeah. to know how was the reef was yeah. it actually nice i've never been Have yeah you ever been to the reef no no how were the bars that you bars? supposedly were partying at? Yeah. Do yeah. you speak Italian now? Arriva Dirci. Como estas? Oh, wait. That's not it. They're <laughs> just spouting, spouting random things. Mimi. Oh, my God. Can I tell you a funny story? Uh-huh. There's this chick on this other baseball team, and they were she was saying that you know she spoke spanish and i was like yeah you're really good at spanish she's like how long have you been learning i'm like oh well i learned for a little while and then i like stopped and you know i remember how to say some things like you know the important shit like tu e hijo de puta that's very important it's so important yeah (laughs) (laughs) like you want to know when you're being called that yeah (laughs) and what it means yeah and then i'm like so how long have you been speaking spanish like learning spanish and she's like I'm, I'm from Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. And I was like, you walked into it. Oh, okay. 
Yo, the right. what was it? Puta? Is that the word? That's yeah. you. That's yeah. you. I'm the um I'm the tonto. tonto I don't know what a tonto is. That means fool in Spanish. Oh. <laughs> tonto. I like that. Yeah. Tonto. Yeah. Um, well, speaking so, of tontos, do you want to tell me um, the story yeah, that your story. friend told you? Okay, so I was telling people at my work about the podcast, and um, they were they were mostly supportive. Um, mostly, <laughs> it wasn't like negative. It was like neutral to positive. Okay, yeah. Um, and then one of them, um, I'll call him Dave. Because that's his name. His okay. Name yep. <laughs> I'll call him Rodrigo. <laughs> I'll call him Dave. Um, he works um, at, at my work also. And he said that he lives in this apartment in um, Potts Point with his girlfriend. I assume. I don't know. I guess. I think so. What's the issue? Um, and he said that he was coming home one time. And um, he could hear, like, really loud music coming from his apartment. Okay. And he was like, oh, maybe my girlfriend's home. And so he, like, opens it up, goes in, and there's no one there. Is the music still playing? The music is still playing. Oh, my God. Where was it coming from? It was coming from, I think he said his um, his laptop, I think. (gasps) That's so mysterious. And so, yeah, he, like, was like, what the fuck? And so he went and turned it off. And then... Um, another time he said that, um, there was like this really bad smell coming from, um, like in the apartment. Mm. Um, and then he said, or I dreamed it, that he turned, that there was like this weird, like green goo coming out his tap. I feel like that's mainly, that could be just a plumbing problem. Yeah. But it could also be ectoplasm. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> well, I'm glad that um he's told you about this. I've, I'd like it if we had some kind of evidence so he could... I know. I asked him if he touched the goo and yeah. he said he didn't touch it. And I asked him if he, like, touched it and maybe tasted it. <laughs> What's with that? you with touching and tasting things that are disgusting, like skulls and flesh I mean, and... What have tasted a skull? You'd taste... You'd have a... You'd have a lick. Like, <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> getting weird um touch it though you touch it when you touch it yeah no i wouldn't touch it you're making me think it's normal it's not normal nothing is normal i don't like touching weird shit that is mysterious and like and ectoplasmic it's not normal but what if you just wanted to know what it felt like (laughs) okay all right that's enough um so uh how are we gonna wrap this up oh like a pretty present with a bow um, that's the end of that <laughs> chapter. <laughs> um, I wish you could all see what I just did. I just like threw my imaginary scarf over my shoulder, like the episode <laughs> of the Simpsons <laughs> when they have that like TV show and there's a character called Homer Simpson on it. And then it's like a police show and Homer Simpson is a detective in the, sh- in the show, in the show. In the show. Yeah. And, um, in the show, in the show. And at, when he like solves a crime, he's like, that's the end of that chapter. And then he like and then throws, he throws his it over his shoulder. <laughs> such a such a random reference that no you know one will get. I reckon there'll be someone out there that yeah. gets that. One of our one listener will get it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that one listener being you. <laughs> that one listener being me. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I guess, everybody, yeah. um, don't forget to send us your mysterious shit. Yeah, send it to us. We want to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, and follow us on social media and... We're on Facebook, too. That is social media? Yeah, that's social that, media. That is encompassed in that. Yeah, and that's until next time, stay, stay mysterious! mysterious! Denver. Thank you.